it's so rare to be able to stake an entire gold camp like this. And I believe it will be a gold camp on uh, the level of Valdor, Quebec, or Red Lake, Ontario, or Kalgoorlie, Western Australia, for that matter. Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Today, we will focus on a premier project generator that is conducting quite an intriguing exploration program in the prolific Tantina Gold Province of Alaska. Joining us for a conversation is Gregory Beischer, the CEO of Millrock Resources. Mr. Beischer, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Maurice. Good to talk with you again. Always a pleasure, sir. Gregory, for someone new to Millrock Resources, please introduce the opportunity the company presents to the market. Sure. We're a project generator company. We're early stage exploration geologists, Alaska's home base for us. And uh, this is the main area of exploration focus for us. So we come up with new exploration ideas, concepts. We acquire mineral rights and then we show the geologic potential to uh, partners, uh, mining companies or junior explorers that are interested in investing in our properties to earn an interest. So we stick with this model. It allows us to explore on multiple projects uh, at one time, uh, thereby uh, increasing the chance of uh, mineral deposit discovery and the uh, concurrent share price uh, increase that comes along uh, uh, on those occasions when uh, early stage geologists make um, gold or other metallic mineral discovery. Mr. Beischer, one of the tenants of Millrock Resources is increasing shareholder value through the discovery of world-class deposits. Millrock's property bank has generative projects throughout North America. Take us to Alaska to the 64 North Project, which is a joint venture with Resolution Minerals of Australia, and introduce the value proposition before us. Yes, so Resolution Minerals is earning into our 64 North Project in Alaska. Uh, they had within their press release a really interesting map uh, that I'd like uh, to take uh, the time to explain to your listeners, Maurice. Uh, so maybe I'll pull up my computer screen. I'll share a couple of uh, slides uh, to put everything in context uh, about the project from Millrock's corporate presentation, which of course is available on our website. Uh, but then uh, that'll set the stage so that I can explain the context, uh, contents of this very interesting map in Resolution's press release. Well, Maurice, uh, here's a map of Alaska. I'm uh, based here in, in Anchorage. Uh, you can see our uh, network of uh, roads throughout the state. Uh, this is a pretty big place, you know. Alaska's uh, on uh, the same par with uh, the provinces of uh, Ontario and, and Quebec. So it's a, a pretty big uh, chunk of real estate. But the project I want to tell you about in particular is 64 North, uh, located here just to the southeast of uh, Fairbanks. It's a couple hours drive from Fairbanks. And I don't know if you've been uh, to our second most populous city, but it's a you know, nice flight from uh, Chicago or Seattle uh, multiple times per day at the, our international airport there. Mr. Beister, please introduce us to the Tantina Gold Province. So we've zoomed in a little closer here. Uh, here's Anchorage, here's Fairbanks, and you'll note this uh, yellow shaded arc uh, is uh, Cretaceous aged rocks 
primarily that have uh, produced quite a few gold deposits. Here's the Yukon-Alaska border here. You've heard a lot of news over in the Yukon where quite a number of explorers have made discoveries and there's a new mine gone into production. But uh, the rocks on our side of the border are quite prospective too. You know, Fort Knox's, Kinross's Fort Knox uh, mine is here. It's over 13 million ounces of gold now. And uh, Pogo, uh, now uh, 10 million ounces and growing every day. And it's located in the Good Pastor Mining District, which is the area of the 64 North Project that I want to tell you about now. Oh, uh, Pogo really is a great mine. It's got quite high grade. It's an underground mine. And the new owner, Northern Star Resources, is doing a great job to maximize the value of the mine. And they're making new discoveries. It's growing day by day. Now I've zoomed in closer here. Here's the road coming into uh, Northern Star's Pogo mine, which is situated right there. Their claims are shown in the green color. And the huge claim block that Millrock staked at this time last year is shown in blue, along with the stars indicating uh, spots where we know there's signs of gold mineralization in the ground. Now, it's an enormous property, Maurice, but we've developed a really compelling target uh, right beside the Pogo gold mine, which you can see in the background there. Uh, this is the, the mine and mill complex here. This is the tailings facility uh, and uh, a laydown area, an airstrip here. This is the Goodpaster River flowing by the mine. And uh, we're standing in our ground, uh, looking east, uh, back towards the mine and the mutual claim boundary between Millrock's claims and, and Northern Star's Pogo mine is just in the uh, close foreground here. And there really is something uh, about this old adage, uh, you know, about finding a mine uh, near another mine. It is a good place to work. We know the rocks are permissive to produce large gold deposits here. We know that the infrastructure is being developed, there's a road nearby, there's power nearby, and uh, it's permittable. Uh, the, the Pogo mine took several years uh, of permitting, uh, but clearly uh, we can permit a mine here. So it's a great spot to look. And we're really excited now because uh, the first drill program is imminent, and that's what Resolution's press release was all about. Mr. Beister, in the background, we see the Pogo mine, and you referenced that there's some additional discoveries made by Northern Star Resources. Can we see that on the map here? Well, just barely, Maurice, and if you can see my, my pointer, it's right here on the edge of the picture, down on the floor of the valley of the Good Pastor River. And, you know, it strikes right towards us, and uh, we have every geologic, geochemical, and geophysical reason to believe that that new discovery extends uh, right beneath our feet, where our senior project geologist, Chris Van Trieck, is standing here. Now, Maurice, I've zoomed in further here. Here's the road coming into the mine across Millrock's claim blocks, which are shown in blue, up the Good Pasture River Valley to the mine. And there's the entrance to the mine. Uh, the mill facilities that I pointed out would be right here. The tailings facility is up here in the valley. And the new deposit discovery, uh, the Good Pasture deposit, which Northern Stars had announced, uh, sits right in here uh, in, in the valley floor. And that picture I showed you was taken roughly from around here, looking east, back across the mine, a distance of about two and a half kilometers. Now, 
right in here within these shapes, Maurice, is 10 million ounces of gold. That's the flat-lying quartz veins projected back up to surface that are presently being mined and developed by Northern Star. Now, they haven't told us how many ounces of gold are contained in this shape, but uh, from an announcement they made last December, it appears that there's a great number of uh, very strong drill intersections, uh, particularly this one. Look at this, four meters of 67.5 grams per ton gold. That's more than two ounces of gold in every ton of rock indicated by that drill hole. And you can see there's some quite high grade results that have been published by Northern Star. So you can just imagine what Millrock's share price could do if we were to pull an intersection uh, like this one out of the ground in our upcoming drill program. Now, all these uh, places I've circled in red here, Maurice, are holes that have been drilled by Northern Star over the course of uh, the summer and fall of 2019. We, we have no indication of the results of those holes yet, but you can see that they're drilling uh, quite close to our mutual claim boundary and, and getting ever closer. And as I mentioned, in this Aurora target area, uh, we have every reason to believe that uh, this deposit, uh, if extended along strike, uh, exists uh, in this area on our property. And if you followed it down dip, remember these are stacked, shallow dipping quartz veins, then it should uh, appear uh, out here underneath uh, uh, the surface uh, on our claim block. Right now, we're or is you're looking at the same map area, but a different base underneath. And, you know, uh, non-geologists or geophysicists uh, at, at first uh, don't understand what they're looking at. But I'd like to take a minute to explain this. So the base map is created uh, by an airborne magnetometer. So a helicopter has dragged a, a magnetometer back and forth all over this ground uh, to detect the natural magnetic susceptibility of the rocks that are hidden beneath the soil uh, in this area. So the red shades are rocks that are strongly magnetic, have a higher natural magnetic susceptibility, uh, grading down to the bluish shades, which are rocks with very low magnetic susceptibility. Uh, this can be uh, rocks that are just naturally low in magnetism, but it can also indicate that gold mineralizing fluids have passed through formerly magnetic rocks, uh, destroying the mineral magnetite and rendering the rock as low magnetism as shown in blue and you'll note over here that there's a magnetic high there and there these are diorites late magmatic intrusions but you'll also notice that the gold deposits which are these now white outlined shapes occur right in the bluish areas where magnetite has been destroyed and you'll note then that these gold deposits being mined are on the flanks of these magnetic highs. You'll also notice that this new discovery made by Northern Star is right on a very pronounced magnetic low beside this magnetic high, which is a diorite. And so that makes all this blue magnetic low area adjacent to this diorite uh, very good hunting grounds for gold deposits. And this is where we're going to focus our drilling efforts in the coming 
month. What an exciting time for Millrock shareholders. Resolution Minerals just announced a press release on the 64 North Project outlining a road-based program focused on the eastern Aurora targets, which are located near the claim boundary of Northern Star Resources, stating that drilling is expected to commence in March. Take us on site and share the details with us. Well, it really is an exciting time for us here at Millrock, Maurice. Uh, you know, it was just a year ago that we really initiated this program, and we've come an awful long way since then. Uh, we were very pleased to make this agreement with uh, Resolution Minerals, and now it's resulted in a, uh, a robust budget on a, a really compelling drill target, and uh, that's what uh, Resolution is announcing here. We're collaborating with their, their team. Uh, our geologists are working with their geologists as we work to operate uh, the project on their behalf. Uh, they are the manager of the project, but it's a great team uh, we put together uh, with the two companies. And uh, we're off to the races. And I just want to take a minute to explain to your your viewers then uh, everything that's on uh, this map. It's the same map that I just showed you a minute ago in the presentation, bit different scale, but there's the mine there. Uh, there's uh, the new deposit that they've discovered, uh, roughly outlined, remember, right on that magnetic low beside this magnetic high. Uh, there's the claim boundary there between Millrock and Resolution and, and Northern Star on, on the east side. Uh, the yellow stars are, are known prospects, and there's some of those uh, here on our ground at Half Ounce Gulch and Tourmaline Ridge. All these lines on the maps are faults, uh, breaks in the rock, and that's where the gold is typically going to occur. Uh, the vertical faults are feeders to the flat lying uh, or shallow dipping uh, quartz veins that host uh, the ore bodies at the mine and at this new deposit. So you can imagine this plane sitting in space, uh, dipping gently off in the northwesterly direction, but if you bring it along strike, it should show up right around here on this nice uh, magnetic low area. Here's the road, uh, and uh, we've done uh, what's called a CSAMT geophysical survey along this line and along this line. And that's the exact same type of survey that Northern Star used a couple of years ago uh, to make this discovery here. And so these red boxes uh, along the line are places where uh, the geophysical instrument uh, discovered anomalous conditions. It discovered uh, <clears throat> conductive rocks that are thought to represent the flat-lying shear zone that hosts this deposit and the mine. And we think uh, that it's below surface right here. That picture I showed you a little while ago uh, of Chris with the, the Pogo mine in the background would have been taken from right around here uh, looking east back at the mine and we think uh, there, there's a gold deposit under Chris's feet uh, right in this area or perhaps further up the uh, valley here. So we're going to drill these four holes as a start uh, to test this magnetic anomaly with the CSAMT conductor just 150 meters below surface, though we'll drill these holes fairly deep so that we get some idea about the geology in all three dimensions. And uh, the second round of drilling will come up here further up the Aurora Valley 
close to where one or two prior drill holes had been drilled, which got some interesting gold mineralization, but were not drilled deep enough to get uh, to the depth where we believe the flat-lying, uh, shallow-dipping uh, quartz veins, thicker veins, will exist. So uh, we've got a great program laid out in front of us here uh, to execute uh, over the spring, uh, March and early April, and then uh, on into May. Mr. Bryce, what can you tell us about the agreement that we have with Resolution Minerals to earn into the interest of uh, the 64 North project? Well, here's a summary of the agreement terms, Maurice, uh, shown on this slide. Uh, on the right uh, is our, our claim block uh, surrounding Northern Star's property. Uh, this nice photo in uh, uh, shows uh, drilling ongoing some quite some years ago on Tourmaline Ridge on our ground, and there's just part of the Pogo mine in the background. But, but here's the deal terms. Uh, resolution can earn up to a 60% interest by spending 20 million U.S. dollars over the next four years. What I like most about it is that uh, the first uh, five million is coming this year. So that gives us a, a really robust budget with which to do the initial test at West Pogo, but also to advance uh, all the way across the property. There's multiple prospects over this enormous uh, claim holding and uh, we've got other prospects to advance through to drill readiness. We uh, quite a few resolution shares as a result of this agreement and they'll end up paying us 30 million of their 38 million of their shares over the course of those four years along with a little bit of cash. Uh, we are the operator working collaboratively with resolution as the manager uh, and we get a uh, modest uh, uh, cash uh, management fee out of that that helps reduce Millrock's overhead. Uh, we've got a good base of operations here in Anchorage and, uh, and in Fairbanks and so uh, we recover part of those costs from Resolution. <clears throat> now Resolution could actually take one of the blocks that I've shown in this map further all the way through to 70% interest if they sole fund a bankable feasibility study or even to 80% ownership if they carry Millrock uh, all the way through uh, to a producing mine. Uh, so that would uh, really be something if Millrock uh, ended up being a 20% owner of, of a mine without having uh, had to pay anything further out of its treasury. Uh, but uh, if one block gets nominated to go that far, the remainder of the property remains a 60-40 joint venture. And uh, I'll tell you, we've been having some uh, fun uh, doing geologic analysis uh, on the other prospects across the block. But uh, the compelling thing right now is drilling at the Aurora target uh, just to the west of the Pogo mine. We're on to it now and we're off to the races. Maurice uh, will be starting of weeks. Switching gears, Mr. Beischer, please provide us with an update on the capital structure of Millrock Resources. Right, Maurice. Well, now we have 108 million uh, issued and outstanding shares, having recently uh, raised a capital of 1.5 million Canadian dollars. And we intend to use those funds to generate yet more projects in the Tintina Gold province in Alaska. Uh, we feel now is the time. We see gold rising in price 
And we know that uh, projects are going to be of great interest uh, to explorers and mining companies alike. Uh, we've established relationships with Australian uh, companies and brokerage firms that we believe uh, will invest in uh, Alaska projects. Australians have recognized the great mineral potential of our state and they're investing heavily in it. You know, almost 70% of the exploration expenditures uh, in Alaska came from Australia last year. So uh, we're uh, happy to keep building those relationships, building our portfolio of gold projects, going into what looks like a strong gold bull market. You know, speaking of financing, uh, Milrock just completed their financing and they had to increase it due to investor demand. What would you like to say to current and prospective shareholders? Maurice, I think we have a really good chance of rewarding our shareholders in the coming months and years. And uh, I'm glad they've invested. I'm glad they've stuck through us with uh, what's been seven really tough years. Uh, but Millerox managed to take advantage of those seven years. Uh, you know, because of the bad times, we were able to stake up this entire a good pasture district where the 64 North project is situated. Uh, it's so rare to be able to stake an entire gold camp like this. And I believe it will be a gold camp on uh, the level of Valdor, Quebec, or Red Lake, Ontario, or Kalgoorlie, Western Australia, for that matter. And, uh, you know, uh, we were able to strike a good deal with uh, Resolution Minerals, but they, too, uh, got a really good deal. It's so rare for a junior company like that to be able to access what will be an entire gold camp one day. Mr. Beischer, what is the next unanswered question for Millwreck Resources? When should we expect an answer and what will determine success? Sure. Well, if we pull an ore grade uh, intersection or two in our upcoming drill program, uh, that would spell success for sure, Maurice. I think that would result in a strong share price increase for Millrock shareholders, and it would be great uh, to reward them for their investment. Sir, before we close, what did I forget to ask? Well, Maurice, uh, we always like to talk about the price of gold. It's uh, been great uh, to see its resilience staying above $1,560 an ounce uh, over the last uh, 40 days. It's tested uh, that support level a couple of times, but bounced right back. And then uh, yesterday uh, went up over $1,600 and, and seems to be holding there. I think that uh, sort of a psychological barrier where generalist investors will start to surge into uh, the gold space, start to invest uh, more into producing gold companies, the majors, then the mid-tiers, and finally, it'll trickle down to the junior explorers. We see it starting to come now. Uh, we've seen uh, an uptick, uh, just a clear change in the mood and the tone uh, of amongst uh, brokers, fund managers, investors interested in uh, what's going on and looking for opportunities. I think uh, we're at the, the early stages now of a good, strong gold bull market. I don't know if you would agree with me, but that's the way I see it. I certainly feel the same way, sir. Mr. Beischer, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Millwreck Resources, please share the contact details. Yep, you know, you can always Google Millrock Resources and find us, and you'll get contact information for Melanie Henderson, Investor Relations. Uh, she'll be glad to speak to potential investors and pass them on to me. 
Milmark Resources trades on the TSXV symbol MRO and on the OTCQB symbol MLRKF. Milrock Resources is a sponsor of Proven Improbable, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's message. And as a reminder, I'm a licensed representative for Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, where we provide a number of options to expand your precious metals portfolio from physical delivery, offshore depositories, precious metal IRAs, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Call me directly at 855 505 1900. That number again is 855 505-1900 or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com Finally, please subscribe to provenandprobable.com where we provide mining insights and bullion sales. Subscription is free. Gregory Beischer of Millrock Resources, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor. 